absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, VD Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Oh That Sexy podcast. I am your host, V, the only letter. And this is going to be another, I guess, uh, not a rant, but um, monologue, solo podcast. I don't know. I'm liking this thing. But we're just going to figure this thing out. Now, for today's topic, um, I'm going to tell a story. And... I am going to use a allegory to explain something that's near and dear to my heart. I think that's the best way to kind of get a message across, something that people can can understand instead of sounding like a uh, a bitter rant. Um So the topic is learning how to win and the sacrifice that it takes to win. If you're a sport fan, um, I am. I love football, love basketball, uh, not a baseball guy, uh, love bowling. Uh, Shout out to my bowlers. And um, if you followed the NBA for the past 20 years, one of the biggest stars in the game is LeBron James, right? Um, member of the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think for seven seasons and the prodigal NBA child, right, comes into the league and he's with this team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they have not had success uh, prior to being in the playoffs in, I think, 1988. I think that was a year that Jordan had eliminated them from the second round. Long time, right? And so they have this guy. And they're trying to build a championship team. And they had success. They get to the playoffs and they lose. They get to the playoffs again, they lose. They get to the playoffs again, they lose. And then they made it. They finally made it to the NBA Finals. And they get their ass kicked by the San Antonio Spurs. I think they got swept. I'm not particularly too sure. And so he departs. Uh, He tells, uh, they make one big thing, uh, the decision of 20, I think it was 2010, it was a decision. 
uh, where's LeBron James going to play at? And he had a couple of suitors, potential suitors. He had the Knicks, uh, the Heat. Um, I think the Lakers, I'm not sure if the Lakers were in conversation, but um, I know the Knicks and the Heat were, were almost dead tied. And he decides to go to the Heat. And from that point forward, he won two championships out of uh, four final NBA appearances. Then he goes back to Cleveland and he wins them a championship. Now, I recently had to learn, well, I'm recently learning how to win. One night I was, I was with my girlfriend and we're sitting down and we're talking and we're talking about the podcast. We're talking about dreams that she has, dreams that I have, aspirations, goals, you know, and she looks at me in my eyes and she tells me that she loves me and that was nice. And what she said after that reshaped how I look at my relationships. Um, she says, I admire you. Admiration isn't something to play with. When someone says that they admire you, they watch you. They follow you. They see every little thing that you're doing. They analyze your steps. They pick up all of the little intricacies that's about you. They see you better than better than you see yourself. Uh, often we don't do enough of self-reflection. Uh, some most of us don't meditate and think about what we do and how other people perceive us. I think we're more concerned about not embarrassing ourselves, but we're not so concerned about facing what we're scared of, facing what's inside of us, facing those parts of our lives that we don't really want to share with anybody because we don't want to face the ugly truth that we're not perfect. So before I started this podcast, I was in a previous relationship and for eight seasons, <laughs> um, there was a lot of ups and downs, but there was a lot of wins. Um, but we just couldn't get over the, the hurdle. And my partner, my previous, my previous girlfriend at, at one point in time, I thought this was it. Um, if you would have spoke to a mid 20, uh, reading only letter, you know, this was it. And I was content and I was happy and I wanted to, to develop but as things got, as things progressed, and as I grew older and as she grew older, our life circumstances changed. And we realized that we weren't winning. 
I had maturing to do. She had developing to do. And while we were in this relationship, we we were content with these small wins, but we wanted more. And we knew that we wanted more. And we'd go off, go back on again, go off, go back on again. Because we, we wanted to figure out how to win. And I think what I learned about when someone says that they admire you is they want to see how you operate and they want to know, is this the person that is going to help me get to the next level? Like my current girlfriend, my previous one admired me as well. They watched every move. They studied me closely. They analyzed my thoughts. They analyzed my actions. And to be honest with you, I had no idea what it took to win. None. Whatsoever. I had no idea. I had no, I had no fucking clue what it took to be a winner of life. Because I was trying to figure out how to win myself. When we get into relationships with individuals, be it business, be it uh, romantic, uh, platonic, people want to be with winners. And it's not a superficial thing. It's not about the, um, what could I say, the tangible goods that you can get with being with somebody that's successful. It's all about the intangibles. It's all about what's inside. It's all about the grit of the person. It's all about the self-discipline. It's all about the success. How does a person think? How do they operate? And I wasn't giving that. Now, we can go on and on and on about, you know, what she did for me and what I did for her. But the truth of the matter was, I just wasn't providing it. I didn't give her the qualities of what a winner is supposed to give. And that's because I'm searching for those qualities myself. Now, there are things that I could pick up and apply. But the thing about qualities is that these things develop over practice. And so you got to stay for the long run. And after eight seasons, she decided to cut bail. And she had a decision. And she chose to go to her Miami Heat. Now, whether she's successful in this, I don't know. But that's not for me to decide. She decided that the option that was presented to her was a winning option. And she needed to go off and learn how to win on her own. Now, I'm Cleveland. To a degree. Because this is probably there's probably not going to be a reunion with LeBron James, right? But I'm Cleveland. I have my own franchise to run. And I now 
have to learn how to succeed. So sometimes it takes a departure from an entity to let you know how much lack you may have. In life, you're going to have situations where people are going to get up, they're going to be out, they're going to dip. They're going to leave you lonely. They're going to leave you high and dry. For whatever reason that they leave, you cannot harbor on it. Trust me. Fucking trust me. You cannot harbor on it because you will lose so much sleep. You will lose so much peace of mind trying to figure out what is wrong with me. And that's probably what Cleveland had to do. They probably had to figure out what, what's, what, why, 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 why you want to leave? Why you want to go? I mean, I gave you everything. I gave you this. I gave you, I gave you Shaq. I gave you, I gave you, um, a supporting cast. I gave you guys that wanted to hustle. I gave you this. And the truth of the matter was the culture wasn't right. And moving on to the heat, the culture had proven success. Proven success, hard work, discipline. They had proven success, right attitude, positive mindset. So she had to go. I had to leave. I had to now know how to win. Because my best wasn't good enough. And that's okay. For everyone that's feeling like there was a relationship that you guys had and they left. And you gave it your best. And your best isn't good enough? Fuck it, your best isn't good enough. No need to cry over spilt milk. It just wasn't good enough. But that doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to be better. What the departure meant for me was that there are areas in my life that I need to fix. I have to go through the pain of figuring out what I like, what I don't like what I love about me, what I hate about me. And what I love about me, I develop. And what I hate about me, I develop. LeBron James had to leave because he had to develop. He had to develop a winner's mindset. He had to know what it's like to lead a team. Now, granted, he may have had better talent when he left because he went to the Miami Heat. And if you know about the Miami Heat, they acquired Chris Bosh and they acquired they already had Dwayne Wade and they had a great supporting cast. But the road was rocky. You had three of the top 10 players in the NBA and you only won two out of four championships, which means there was more development. But his championship when he went back to Cleveland proved 
all that he has learned, all that he has developed as a player has paid off because he came back with a mindset of what a winner is. So when my current girlfriend told me that she admired me, it just gave me confirmation that, okay, I'm developing a winning program here. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm also not where I was. And that's a great thing. Sometimes you're going to have to depart from a situation because you need to elevate. When I was with my when I was with my ex, the relationship that we had was an extremely comfortable relationship. But there was no there's no kick up. There's no there's no growth. Things weren't growing. They weren't developing. It was comf- comfortable, extremely comfortable. But there's no push and pull. There's no kick. In the red pill community, the excitement was gone. And uh, what's the word? Hypergamy kicked in. That's an SAT word. And it's so funny because I've, I've, towards the tail end of of my relationship, I started picking up more um, red pill material and learning about interdynamics between men and women. And, And what I'm reading is exactly what happened. She went on to what she felt is a better option. LeBron James went on to what he felt was a better option. And now I have to be the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers. Jesus, I can't say that right. And it's in the morning and I'm only drinking water. That's sexy. I had to develop a winning culture. It's hard to develop a winning culture. But you know what? It took the departure to understand what it takes to build a winning team. Now, if you follow the story of LeBron James, he comes back to Cleveland. But what Cleveland decided to do was to shift around their assets. They got a first-round pick and a player named Kyrie Irving. They had another first-round pick in which they selected Andrew Wiggins, which they traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves to get a premier power forward in Kevin Love. And they went on to have three final appearances in one championship. That's a winning culture. You have to sacrifice. You have to let go of what was the past to develop for the future. All success is not in the acts. It's in the preparation. I'm not successful because I took the final shot and I made it. I'm successful because I practice it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So when that situation arose, 
I arose to it. In life, you're not going to be good at everything. When I started podcasting, I wasn't good at this. Um, you could hear it in earlier episodes. It was just clanky, loud, lost topics at times. But you get better. In relationships, I weren't good at those either. Oh, God. I didn't listen. Uncooperative. Um, sometimes narcissistic. Um, and a child. But I learned that I have to develop into a full-grown adult male and take accountability and responsibility for not only my actions, but how I deliver those actions. What am I conveying to a potential suitor? I had a recent friend of mine. She she came by and we talked. Um, and she's giving me you know some of her relationship woes that she's been experiencing. And um, it's fucked up, right? Because she's a really beautiful girl. But there's some adulting issues that's not correct. And the truth of the matter is, is it, it's it's not because of your beauty that you know people may want to sh- stay away or shy away. People also want to see how do you adult. They want to see, do you have a winning culture? They want to see, do you have the mindset to create enough of change for yourself to be better? And if you don't show that, people don't take you serious. But if you show it, you have all the potential in the world. So to all of my people that are out there, take the time. Because there's somebody watching you. There's somebody that admires you. There's somebody that looks up to you. There are people that are out there that you don't even know that you touch. There are people that are out there that you you have no idea what words you said to them that makes people look at you and think that's a fucking leader. You don't know. But they're out there. And you have to rise to the occasion. So... When my girlfriend looked at me and told me that she admired me, I had to straighten shit up. Because it meant that she believes in me so much that she's willing to spend the only asset she cannot get back, and that's time. And time is so much more valuable than money, than fame, than wealth. Time. Hmm. It's deep, man. It's deep. Go out there. Learn how to develop. Run to the war. Run to the pain. And fight through it. Because on the other side... Is your championship. And that's all I got for y'all today. I love you. Uh, You guys can catch the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud. Please 
subscribe to the podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram at oh that sexy podcast. Um, it's all one word, no dots, anything. Um, and uh, please follow me on Twitter. Same thing, oh that sexy podcast. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy Podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in an over over That's where my love is. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And baby, you and I make synergy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.